Hello and welcome back to Burning Questions. My name is Mbali and today on this episode of Burning Questions, we have Gabriel Krauser. Gabriel, thank you so much for taking your time to join us on this episode. Thank you, Mbali. Very happy to be here. Cool, these. Alrighty, let's get into today's question. So today's question is, who's most likely to win the November local government elections? So guys, we know the elections are going to be on the 1st of November. Hope everyone is registered to vote um so yeah gabriel who's most likely to win the november local government elections short answer the anc longer answer it depends what you mean by win (laughs) wait let's go back to that okay that just broke my heart but okay we know that's the reality (laughs) (laughs) that's the reality so so what do you mean by win it's important to remember as we argue to the constitutional court or reminded the court because they already know this Mm -hmm. um that it's not in fact one election that there are thousands of elections taking place. Each ward, mm-hmm. each municipality, that's its own election. That's why you have to vote in the mm-hmm. place that you're registered. You can't go traveling and then expect your vote to be covered. It's not like national elections. Yeah. It is literally thousands of different elections. Um, there are uh, many municipalities. There are many wards. There are many districts and many metros where the ANC is unlikely to win. Uh mm-hmm. We don't have good polling on uh, what's going to happen in Cape Town. Most likely the DA will take it. What's going to happen in uh, Peter Marisburg, Nelson Mandela Bay. I think that uh, no one really has good enough polling to know uh, what's going to happen there. Uh, It's going to be exciting to see. The same for Chwane, the same for Joburg. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most likely in Joburg, no one will get a majority and we'll see some coalitions formed, although uh, we could be surprised. In terms of the national outlook, I think the big question is whether the ANC is going to drop below 50% or not. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, winning means getting a majority. In a sense, winning means getting more than everyone else, even if you have a minority. So yeah. the ANC will clearly get more than anyone else, but will it lose its majority status? The ANC already mm-hmm. lost its majority status in the sense of do most adults vote for it years ago. Mm-hmm. By the last mm-hmm. national election, only one in four people voted for the ANC. But because two in four people didn't vote, that meant the other one in four was voting for the split opposition. So the ANC got just over 50%. So yeah. the ANC is already a minority party, but it's getting most of the votes. On the trajectory, going through municipal elections or going through national elections, if it sticks mm-hmm. to its past pattern of decline, then it should drop below 50%. But Ramaphoria has turned that around. Our polling shows that he is far more popular mm-hmm. than the ANC and far more popular than any other politician in the country. We won't get into the reasons. Uh, the yeah. point is, as long as he's with the party, it helps them. So it will that help them, yeah, them from 50%. falling below 50%? There's the magic question. Now, yeah. Our polling had them on 50%. On is this the, the IRR or which polling? Yes, this polling at? was actually yep. com- commissioned by the Center for Risk Analysis, but that's in the IRR okay. family much like that. Yes, yes, definitely. All right. So they had them on 50%. Uh, we have a margin mm-hmm. of error or plus and minus 4%. So that means it could be anywhere between 46 and 54. Mm-hmm. Part of what's going to depend on is turnout. A lot of ANC voters are showing a lot of reasons not to turn out. They don't want to vote yeah. for any other party, but they're not happy with the ANC because the yeah. potholes are there instead of roads. The water comes on weekdays, not on weekends. The electricity... And that time it's the it's the NC. I remember I saw a poster where the NC was like, "We're gonna fix potholes, we're gonna fix the water." And that time it's literally close to a road that's falling apart. And I'm like, "Hmm, interesting. Yeah. I'd love yeah. to see how you guys do that." 
yeah, no, it's there's a lot of advertising and not a lot of action. Yeah, uh, I think that the scandals re-emerging today on the news, for example, of another stadium uh, where over, you know, not tens of billions, but uh, more than 10 million is spent. And then... I think they said, they said 15 million. 15 million. 15 million. It was very interesting. It was a very interesting image. I wish I had the image now, but um, I think most people have seen it. And it's literally just grounds that are just empty. And... Yeah. The tracks you can't really see the tracks where people are supposed to run on. I feel like they were just painted with white paint that will probably wear off when it rains someday. Yes, no, that's it. It was 15 million rands worth of one line of white paint. And I've oh. been to you know, and some of those projects are, are provincial and national, but some of those projects really are municipal projects. Mm. Um, I remember uh, once driving around Schweizer Rainica when it was a hotspot for a, 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 a sort of racial allegation that turned out to be false, mm -hmm. oh, okay. and uh. I, I I went looking through the town. There was a the municipal office had uh -huh. burnt down a year before, and no reconstruction, no efforts at anything. Nothing. People just stopped showing up to work. The papers, it was just an ash heap. They didn't try. In the meanwhile, oh the fanciest car in town was a Ferrari parked outside of the fire station uh, that allegedly belongs to the wow, uh, one of the sort of administrators in the fire department uh there oh was a new gosh. library that was amazing and huge and had no books mm -hmm. and many sports cars parked outside of that so i think people see where the money goes yeah uh, and it's not going to the right places so people but people are not excited by the opposition uh mm -hmm. we see uh sort of adults over the age of 45 very little enthusiasm for the EFF. Once you get over 60, no enthusiasm for the EFF in any race mm -hmm. group or any other category. Yeah, uh, some youngsters are keen on the EFF. Uh, the DAs had a sort of bit of a clumsy finish to its election campaigning, uh, mm -hmm. which might mean some people who are thinking about it uh, stay away. Uh, could have very dire consequences for the current leadership and uh, so for, I think, the new direction that the party took since 2019. Um, yeah. But in short, one of the questions are going to be ANC loyalists uh, who aren't going to vote for the opposition, are they going to stay away? If too many yeah. of them that do that, then the ANC drops below 50. Uh, if, on the other hand, they manage to bring out the loyalists, bring out the believers, uh, the new donors, uh, say, you know, guys, we've messed up many times, but this time, but for this serious. Time. Oh it's for gosh. serious. It's been saying this for so many years. <laughs> It could work. So my projection yeah. is that the ANC drops below 450. Uh, mm -hmm. I have them projected at, I think, 48. Uh, 48. And I think, the, I think that at so a national level... That, I literally said 40... I said 45.5. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you, you might know better than me. We'll see. But I think we'll that see. the headline story in Bali, if they drop below 50, they mm -hmm. can't say this thing of we will rule until Jesus comes. And it's important not to underestimate the extent to which popularity breeds popularity. Mm. Uh, so once they lose that, they're going to have to start campaigning in a different way. Uh, yeah. It'll also mean that there are less politicians that have been corrupted in the ANC that have access to government funds. And the mm -hmm. ones who still do are therefore going to compete more heavily. Uh, yeah. That could bring out some more faction fighting, uh, which would be interesting to see how that plays out. But to, to finish off back where we started, at the grassroots, mm -hmm. it matters very much whether your local 
councillor, your ward councillor, your PR representative, the people representing you in the municipality, whether their job is to take as much as they can and do as little as they can, mm. which very, you can get very clever like that. You know, yeah. people can be yeah. very good at that job or whether their job is to serve your interests. Mm. This is an occasion in which every South African is the boss and we're having an interview process and we're going to decide who we hire. Definitely. And I think that people yeah. need to exercise. They need to feel that responsibility. You know, you've got a bit of power here and that comes with a yeah. bit of responsibility. Think seriously yeah. about what you're looking for, what the results have been, what the patterns are and, and where your interest can be served uh, in a decent uh, and uh, healthily growing South Africa. Yeah, definitely. Alrighty, Gabriel, um, let us go into the quote of the day, which very much speaks to um, what you just spoke about, about people having, um, taking responsibility for themselves. So this quote card comes from um, Ben Carson, and it reads, we've been conditioned to think that only politicians can solve our problems, but at some point, maybe, we will wake up and recognize that it was it was politicians who created our problems. Mm. So what are your, your your thoughts, your two cents on, on this quote? And I, I think it definitely does tie in with what you were saying just now. Yeah, you know, I think it's true. I think that uh, there's a terrible thing where the government makes a mistake, a, a company makes a mistake, and then it goes out of business or it finds a way to solve the mistake. A government makes a mistake, and then it just charges more taxes. Yeah, um, yeah, that is true. On the other hand, so, so I encourage the do-it-yourself, tend your own garden, guard your family, grow your community, uh, grow trust where you can see people and you can, and you can press their flesh. Um, I think that is uh, fundamentally important. There's, there's, your best government in the world is, is not going to produce or, 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 or provide the framework for a healthily growing country if people don't mm. get their act together at a grassroots yeah. level. On the other hand, Sometimes there's a temptation to think, you know what, politics is so messy. Let mm -hmm. me just ignore it and yes. charge forth in my own direction. Yeah. And the problem is then you charge forth, you make four steps forward, and then you hit a brick wall. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. And that wall was put there by a government. Uh, yeah. And that can be ruinous. You need to you need to do both. You need to tend your own garden. You also need mm -hmm. to visit the public square yes. and make sure that the framework for all of our gardens is mm -hmm. is a is a wall that can be protected, is yeah, uh, is something robust. So, uh, in terms of problems created by politicians, mm -hmm. if I could say one thing, when yeah. you vote on November first, just remember that a politician called Nkosazana Lamini Zuma didn't want you to vote. Yeah, she thought it's too dangerous. You don't know how to vote. You must rather yeah, wait cool. six months or many years. Doesn't matter. You're not good enough to vote. Uh, ah, that's what she did. Why would you think that's the first time actually I'm hearing about that? I'm hacked. <laughs> so when she declared the uh, election, she did so prematurely before registrations had taken place. So she didn't want people to register either. But then her explanation, in effect, was that mm -hmm. she wants the election to be postponed. So if she's declaring it in a bad way, then that'll uh -huh. help the courts to say, no, this thing's not going to work. Let's do it next year. Let's do it when mm -hmm. coronavirus is gone, which is over. most likely never to happen. Yeah. So we can have the election when Jesus comes. That yeah, was the move she was making. And uh, we were the first to challenge her. We said that this is irrational, unconstitutional, yeah. invalid, unacceptable voter suppression. This is trying mm -hmm. to steal the vote. Uh, and the constitutional court agreed with us. They said that it's irrational and invalid. And, yeah. uh, and, they, and they took it away. And that 
reopened the door to voting, to voting according yeah. to the constitutional deadline. Uh, so when you go there and you're thinking which politicians on your side, <laughs> politicians that don't want you to vote are not on your side. Are definitely not on your side. Definitely. That is a good one. All right, Gabriel. Thank you so much um, for helping me answer this question. Um, and you're at home. I hope this question was answered and that you go out on the 1st of November and vote for the party that um, doesn't think that you're not uh, good enough to vote okay <laughs> um, otherwise guys catch us on facebook youtube and igtv every day at 6 p.m and remember your freedom is worth fighting for